Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UY is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. Yep, I'm getting over a cold. Thanks for bearing with me and my recovering voice. I had the opportunity to be on Molly Mandelberg's podcast, Tactical Magic. She was a guest on UI, I Believe in the Law of Attraction, episode 104. She reached out and proposed we be on each other's shows, so we did. I enjoy collaborating. You don't know what things you may uncover about yourself or others through connection. It was a pleasure to talk about what I want for me what I want for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Tactical Magic. I am excited for this episode today. As you probably know, if you've been listening to the show, we tend to showcase healers and leaders, people who trade in wisdom and guidance, both for our personal growth and transformation and also for our businesses to grow and thrive and succeed. And part of what makes that possible is us claiming, owning, and acknowledging our own power, our potency, finding self-compassion, self-confidence, and creating like a self-esteem that allows us to go out and share ourselves with the world. So I'm really excited to have our guest here with us today who showcases people in a sense of being unabashedly themselves. It's not just about mastering technology. It's not just about brand or messaging. It's not just about making more money. It's about showing up in a big way so your people can find you. This is about bringing your most wild and authentic self into the hustle and grind. Welcome to Tactical Magic, a business strategies podcast for the warrior goddess entrepreneur. Rochelle Condi now is eager to get the conversation started. She has a heart for encouraging people and herself to be authentic and transparent. It's only through daring to be vulnerable that we can begin to be our best selves. Yes. Unabashed You was born from passion and life experience. And this quote by Anais Nin sure did spur her on. And the day came when the risk it took to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. This kind of courage inspired her to step out and have exchanges with others who get to show up as themselves fully. Welcome to the show, Rochelle. Wow, that's a, a beautiful introduction, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yes. So tell us, I've lo- I love that quote. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> why why you love that quote and what it means. Well, that yeah, that quote I read in a book probably eight years ago, and it was just one of those moments that you know when when something just hits you and you know it was meant for you in that moment, and it just seared into my brain in a way that I kind of filed it away. I was very impacted in the moment when I read it. And then it just kind of was filed away for a little while. And then it kind of kept coming to the forefront to the point where it became my, my drive and my motivation for, Hey, let's, let's do this thing. Let's, let's go ahead and give it a try. There's there is a point at which it it hurts more to stay where you are than to just say, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, it it doesn't succeed. So what? And who defines that? And how does that get defined? 
So I, I really related to that as somebody who grew up as a, a very sensitive child, a very sensitive individual, you know, prone to anxiety and insecurity. It just really propelled me forward. So I am very grateful for that quote. Yeah. I love that quote. And I think it's a really good reminder for all of us. I just published a book in January that is sort of my own story of, I think that quote where (sighs) recognizing where there was misalignment or discomfort or the tendency to stay blocked or stuck, stuck. And then recognizing that I'm the catalyst. I'm the one who can choose to (laughs) bloom now or to keep like forcing the bud shut. And that it's actually way more fun to do the uncomfortable, slightly uncomfortable, but in the long run, much more fulfilling and comfortable. Um, Absolutely. To blossom and open up. Absolutely. And I just heard a quote the other day, who would you be if you weren't afraid? Mm. Ah, that was another one kind of, you know, very parallel and along those same lines, but you know, that's kind of what the whole podcast is about is really encouraging people to be who they are and to not be afraid to be who they are. And, you know, you surround yourself with the people who appreciate who you are and the ones who don't, they're, they're really not your people anyway. Yeah, definitely. So tell us more. The podcast that you're speaking of is your podcast called Unabashedly You. Tell us a little bit about how that got started and what it is now. Okay. Well, it got started partly from that quote. I I started listening to podcasts, I think around the time they started coming out, or at least when I started noticing them, which is a good 10 years plus ago. And I thought, wow, this is such a creative, clever way to, and, you know, to get uh, some sort of information, conversation, whatever it is out there. And I, again, something that I just filed away at the the back of my mind, I was, uh, in the mid, well, it was yeah, right in the midst of a career in children's theater, where we brought uh, children's performing arts to schools all throughout our our city, and I got to hire teaching artists and work with them. It was extremely fulfilling. And then after about, you know, I was 15 years in that job, and I thought, you know, I just feel like I want to do something else. You know, and that before that, I had been a classroom teacher for. Uh, 11 years or something like that. And I, that was something else I really loved. And it, it just felt like everything was aligning to the point of why don't I just do this thing that is scaring me just about out of my pants, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyway. And even if my family and friends are the ones that listen, you know, I, I'm not in charge of the outcome. I'm in charge of, of, um, moving forward with the thing that has lit me on fire. You know, I saw so many people not being true to themselves, right? Not showing up authentic, not showing up transparent and vulnerable. And I'm really drawn to those things. Even if I don't happen to maybe agree with that person's point of view, from to me, that's that's almost inconsequential. It's more about you show up fully you, I show up fully me, let's have an exchange and let's, let's celebrate that and, and not, not let fear drive our decisions so much. You you, you mentioned that it's uncomfortable. Absolutely. It can be very uncomfortable. The unknown, what's going to happen? What if this, what if that, what if they don't like it? What if he's, you know, it just, but 
that I no longer wanted to be ruled by those kind of thoughts. I'm not saying I don't have them. I still do, but I think I'm I'm learning and it's always ING. It's always in the process, you know, to just sort of keep those a little more at bay and, you know, more of a reality check, if you will, of what if I do this thing and I enjoy doing it? Isn't that enough? Yes. <laughs> so I was sort of pedaling out of that career and thought, okay, I want to just kind of do this thing. And I started piecing it together. And that that is how it started. My 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 desire and conviction to want to really step into encouraging people to be who they are, whoever that is. I I just that that's that's what the show is about. We have on guests who I I, I still Molly cannot find the right word for a non-famous, you know, everyday ordinary because average, normal. I don't like any of those words. They're, they're, they don't have a great connotation at all. But those people, the people that I meet, people like you, people that you know, I get to cross paths with, those are the people I want to have a conversation with and just you know, kind of come alongside and say, hey, what are you about? Tell us about that. Have some fun, learn a little bit along the way and continue on it. It expands me in the best way possible. I don't even know if I answered the question, but I sure had fun. I sure had fun talking about it. To point out, because there are probably people listening who have some idea. Maybe it's not a podcast. Maybe they don't even know what it is yet, but there's something brewing inside of you. There's something steeping and gestating. And that at some point, either it like bugs you to death or you let it out of you. And that might be the book you've been wanting to write. That might be the business you've been wanting to build. That might just be some message that you know you're a part of bringing to the world. And to not do it is painful. Right. Figure out how to do it and to give up the like the judgment of whether the outcome will be perfect or right or good enough there's some liberation in that. And I think that's really beautiful that you've, you know, walked that path and get to look back on it and say, you know, I was willing to do something that was scary AF to me, what it became and what it turned into and what it looks like is a lot of really beautiful, fulfilling conversations that you now get to have and then share with the world that fill your cup in a way it wasn't maybe getting filled before. Yes. And it's, you know, trying something that, like we said, was uncomfortable. And so I'm, I'm doing the thing and you're doing the thing. And I like to say that if everybody did the thing, oh my gosh, can you imagine how much more beautiful and creative and all of those fulfilling and all those great words it would be if everyone did the thing? I love that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> totally. So why, I mean, I can guess why, but what is the term unabashedly you? What does that really mean to you? Well, it's unabashed you. So unabashed I'm just, you, yeah, it's okay. So I, you know, I'm not a word smith, but I'm a word nerd. So I've, I've made that distinction to myself and sort of identifying the fact that I really love words and I wanted it to be descriptive so as a former teacher, I recognize that that's an adjective and it's describing who you are. So I wanted it to be like 
Molly, she's tall, she's unabashed, she has light brown hair. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a given, it's part of who you are. Now, if, if I said unabashedly, that's, that's a verb, that's an action word, that's wonderful. It's describing something in the moment, right? She ran fast, he, whatever, slow, whatever it is, slowly, whatever, it's, it's sort of transitory. And I wanted it to be more of a permanent word. Mm. So that, <laughs> that is the reason the name became what it is. Because for me, it's about the yous out there, including myself, but it's about you. It's not about me, although I'm included in one of the yous. So that's, that's sort of how the name came. And it, every, you know, I try to be very intentional with my word choice, especially if I'm writing or that sort of thing, because um, for me, words really matter and they make a difference. So that's, that's how, and, and the whole notion of being unapologetic for who you are, we need to be, and that goes into the, you know, do your thing, you know, be you and be, you know, be unapologetic for who you are. It, it's really critical, I think. And again, it doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily agree but why not find the things, you know, we have in common and celebrate um, who each other is instead of being so afraid to be who I am that I'm so concerned about what other people think that I'm not being me. That to me, that is a ridiculous proposition. I'm, I'm not willing to do that anymore. Yeah. Awesome. There's so much power <laughs> there. I love it. Yeah. So let's just talk about that for a moment because, you know, being apologetic and being in a place in life where you really care what other people think about you to the point that it can be debilitating or it can be, you know, overwhelming because you want to prove yourself every step of the way. What, after all these conversations you've had with unabashed people, mm-hmm. what are some of the best tips or insights or things to think about or look at in one's life to shift from that apologetic place to that unabashed place? Okay. One is... Um, I think we say, I'm sorry too much for so many things. Now I I should make a caveat with that. And that is obviously there's a place to apologize. And I'm not, I'm not saying we should take, I'm sorry, completely out of the choices, but I feel that it's much more. And we had one of our guests, uh, Callie Prendeville, who spoke about this. It's much more empowering to say something like, you know, thank you for being patient and waiting for me as a, you know, do you know people that, Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it's just, you know, it's, I just feel it almost comes from a place. Gosh, should I say it comes from a place of weakness? I'm not sure, but I just, I'm I'm much more pulled to people who, uh, you know, again, feel confident in who they are. So uh, there is a place to say, I'm sorry. And obviously that's a behavior that, affect somebody else that, you know, you maybe said something hurtful in the moment of emotion and, and going back to apologize. I think that that is absolutely um, spot on, but to apologize for who you are, that to me, we have to just get rid of because that is rooted in fear. I'm afraid of what other people think of who I am. Um, I compare myself to others. I, what if, what if, what if, and not in a good way, 
And then, so another tip would be, and this is, this is just so freeing. If you really, if you really understand that people are doing the very best they can in the moment that you don't know the whole thing. You do not know their whole story, what drives them, why they did X, Y, or Z. And you're probably never going to know, but realizing that they showed up as their best, however limited that may or may not be, you know, extending some grace is I think really important. And I think for myself on a personal note, I think in my early twenties, I was, I was able to come to that conclusion when it came to my, my parents, my family of origin. And um, I wasn't raised by my dad. They were divorced when I was very young. And I realized at some point in my twenties that they did the best they could do. It wasn't everything I wanted or needed, but it was their best. So anything else that I want or need, once I'm in my 20s, that's up to me. I can't sit in a space of you should have done this, you could have done that, blah, 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 you know, and be in a, I think too many people get stuck in the past or stuck in places of blaming, Right. And if I didn't get something, I'll get it. I need to now figure out how to get that for myself. So those are two that that come to mind. And as you know, we typically ask the guests, uh, what is a a piece of wisdom you keep handy? And and I I am blown away by people. I want to try to think of what yours was. I know you talked about the law of attraction, but I can't off the top of my head, remember what your uh, piece of wisdom you kept handy, but you, I think it might've been the catchphrase that I say at the end of every episode, which if anybody's (laughs) listening, who's been around, it's ask big questions and take bold action because you're here for a reason. Ooh, that is good. Yeah. See, you see how having that conversation allows us to, you know, kind of, Another thing I like to do, people on the show know, uh, ponder. I love to ponder. It just is so interesting to me to take what people have said and think about it and, you know, ponder it. I I, I love that. You just kind of, um, you know, you just are able to, to try it on. I like to try things on and see what fits. I think that that's, you know, really, really important. Oh, I know what you said, Molly. I just looked it up. Uh, Some people are more afraid of the light than they are of the shadow. Yeah. Which really speaks to what we're talking about. Don't you feel like sometimes people are actually afraid to succeed? Yeah. Where where they think it's really, I'm really afraid to fail, but maybe it's actually, I'm afraid to succeed. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I think that quote, that more painful to stay in a bud than to bloom that kind of is along the same lines in a way too. Yes. the familiar of the path that I'm on the trajectory that I'm in is a lot more safe or comfortable or known than the unknown of what if I come out of this bud and bloom and either I fail and everybody sees it and then I'm wrong and bad or I get too big for my britches and none of my friends want to hang out with me anymore. And, you know, my parents are mad because I make more money than them now or like whatever that success fear is. Right. Yeah. But I don't think we explore that enough. So I, I love that that was your piece of wisdom because I think, I think, you know, it would be um, very eye opening and revealing to find out some of the fears that are behind that. Yeah, totally. 
Um, I really like that. Uh, what you brought up a second ago too, which my brain just dropped. That's right. I probably dropped it too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that fear of being unabashedly ourselves or that comfort that comes from staying where we are instead of trying something new. Um, oh, the, the apologizing versus thanking someone. Like right. there, there's so much uh, energetic difference between mm. I'm so sorry I'm late is like, I'm assuming you're going to be mad at me. I'm already ready for this to be like upsetting and hard. I'm going to like, like grovel in a way, even though it doesn't mm-hmm. have to always come out like grovel. Right. But like, thank you so much for waiting. It, it took me longer to get here than I expected. Yes. Is a different energy. It's a different yes. place to be coming from. And it's a different place of like standing in your power and that there's nothing wrong or bad with you. Mistakes happen. You handle them. You show up to take responsibility for them. And it's that taking responsibility and being accountable for yourself, acknowledging what happened. It doesn't necessarily have to be I'm bad and wrong because this happened. It's like a different place to be standing in. And yes. yeah. And doesn't it feel different to the receiver? I, I mean, when I think about it, I, I, I would prefer somebody to say, thank you for, for waiting for me so patiently and whatever you put, put on the end of that versus the, yeah. you know, the, the, the I same mean, kind of energy that carries into that blame thing. It's like, are you willing to take full responsibility for your life from here forward by saying, this is how my life went up until now. Sure. That childhood stuff was not great for me. I would have changed it if it was up to me. And now that I'm aware that that was, you know, those were needs that were left unmet or that I wasn't supported in the way I wanted to. I'm now at cause in my life, taking full responsibility for figuring out how to meet those needs for myself or get them met by other people. And who do I need to be, or what do I need to say and learn how to communicate so that that's my reality from here forward. There's so much power in not blaming anyone for any aspect of your life and taking full responsibility for what you'd like to be experiencing, what you want to be receiving and having in your life. I just couldn't agree more. I think I think if everybody did that, again, can you imagine how things would be if, if we all reached that place of realizing it's up to me now. It's up to me. Yeah, it's awesome. So I'm just noticing you have some guitars on the wall behind you. For those of you listening to the audio of this podcast, sorry, you can't see them, but click over to YouTube and you'll see them. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, my husband plays guitar. And so the, uh, I'm in, uh, in, our, in our studio room. And so kind of half of it is, is podcast related and half of it is music related. There's a keyboard. If I switch this, so there you go. You can see the keyboard and and so he does some guitar playing and we have family members that are very musical. So if we have, you know, family events, there will be, you know, people will be uh, participating in gu- guitars or singing or what have you. So that's what, that, the- yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what, that, and I want to say that I notice that you have a coffee cup on your bookshelf. This is Ufta, yeah. which tells me that you're potentially from Scandinavian origin. I'm not, but I have good friends in Minnesota. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, that... that coffee cup, I went on a canoeing retreat, a women's leadership retreat in canoes in the boundary waters in Minnesota. Wow. And they taught me that phrase, Ufta, which is yes. Yeah. Well, I have a tremendous amount of family in Minnesota. Uh, my uh, mother's side of the family, both her parents 
we're from Minnesota. So I'm quite familiar with UFTA, which yeah. we, which, how would, how would we describe? It's like, what would you say it is? Like, like shoot or darn. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, darn. exactly. But it's yeah. so much more fun to say. It is. Oofta. Yeah. <laughs> Oofta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, how funny. sent me that as a joke gift after our talk. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Do you have other hobbies or if you aren't in the musician side of the family, what are the things you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, I, you know, being a relational kind of person, uh, you know, getting together with friends, family, that's, uh, you know, always a, a lot of fun. Um, I enjoy the performing arts. I worked in that field. I like movies, uh, TV shows. Um, I go on walks, listen to music. I love dancing. Now I, you know, as a younger person took dance and now it's just, you know, we'll break out into the kitchen and just start, you know, putting on something fun to dance to that. Um, we've been playing Rummy Cube since before the pandemic. That's been fun. Um, yeah, it is, isn't it? It's so fun. And I particularly like playing Yacht Rock in the background. That's just a really fun playlist. Awesome. Um yeah, I like to bike. Um, we've got the beach pretty close to us. So we'll take a ride down by the beach. So, you know, and then some traveling, a little bit of traveling. I know that you are, you know, about a lot of traveling. You've been able to really cover a lot of ground yeah. with the nomadic life that you lead, which is wonderful. So yeah, lots of, lots of different things. Awesome. So tell us how people can follow Unabashed You and is there, are there ways for people to become part of the movement, part of the conversation? Oh, gosh, well, that would just be fabulous. Um, Unabashed You is the name of the podcast. You can get that on any podcast platforms. And we should give a shout out to Audrey because that's uh, the podcast platform. That's how Molly and I uh, got connected. Uh, unabashedyou at gmail.com would be how you can email us. I, I invite, you know, for me, anybody and everybody could be on the show. I mean, you know, as long as you, the only caveat would be that you want to. Now, there are people in my life, my mother, my husband, who have said, no, do not ask me. I will not come on. And I, I respect that because some people have a fear of public speaking or showing up as themselves or what have you, because somewhere along the past, somebody told them something that really seared into their head that I am not okay speaking. Do you know what I mean? Either I hate to say a teacher because I was a teacher, but somebody somewhere said something. That's my feeling. And yeah, we have our website, anabashedyou.com is where we have embedded audio of all the podcasts. Every episode features a guest. So every uh, guest has an episode page with their picture, quotes, and then some sort of an accompanying blog, a little kind of mini blog that goes with some sort of thoughts I've had, I had about their episode, Instagram, Facebook, Unabashed You. I mean, it's all pretty straightforward. You can't go wrong with Unabashed You. And I, I do recognize that I intentionally mispronounce. It is unabashed. I understand that. I just think unabashed sounds better. So okay. here I am, a teacher saying this thing very incorrectly, but I, you know, I, I'm going to call it artistic license. That's yes, what I'm going to call it. Yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> Adding that extra syllable, I think sounds good. So that's what that's about. Great. Molly, I am so grateful to you for uh, reaching out and 
creating uh, a place where we could both show up for each other. I, I think that just almost makes me feel verklempt in the moment of just realizing that we can, you know, lift each other up in this very sweet, lovely, encouraging way of being on each other's shows. Yeah. And I think that's my like biggest pull to you that the way that you're willing to showcase people who don't have to have qualifications or anything special or like super important that you just said anyone who wants to be on your show could come mm-hmm. and be on your show. Absolutely. An amazing opportunity. So I hope you guys are listening and go to unabashedyou.com or unabashedyou at gmail.com and connect with Rochelle. And yeah. I don't know you listen to this episode. I'm super grateful that we got connected and I'm super grateful for the message that you're broadcasting out into the world for people to be themselves and to really stand in that and, yes. and live a life from that place, which is different than most of us have been taught to live. Yes, exactly. And I want more of that. I want more of that for myself. And I want more of that from the people in my life and any of the people out there. I want more of that for them too. Me too. Well, you've shared so much beautiful wisdom on this show today, but I'd like to ask this question at the end. Any last <laughs> words of wisdom you want to share with people? Show up as who you are, embrace that and minimize your thoughts about other people. And it, it, it is a process. Keep it going. Keep working on it. Keep doing it. I mean, I'm to the point now, if I hear a good song in the grocery store, I'll do a little jig. I just will. I mean, I, I just, yeah, I just, yeah, exactly. Why not? Now that might not be everybody's jam to do that, but if that's who you are, do it, do it. Awesome. Such a great message. Thank you again, Rochelle, for being sure. on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for thank you for inviting me on, Molly. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening. As always, um, we'll see you next week for another episode of Tactical Magic. And whatever happens, keep asking big questions and taking bold action because you are here for a reason. Bye. We talked a lot about being yourself and feeling confident to sit fully in that. I know it's not easy. I believe we spend far too much time wondering what others think and tailor-making who we are to fit into expectations that aren't actually ours. I think we all do it to one degree or another, perhaps in particular situations or around specific people. My goal for myself and for you is to do less wondering and expand into who you already are without apology. Sound familiar? The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. Today a blessing, an Irish blessing. May you live as long as you want and never want 
as long as you live. Amen. That's right. Go be unabashed. Be you. (laughs) 